Welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Yeah. These walls with talk and rumors walk their way right off the vine. There wouldn't be no sifting through what's true and what's a lie. There'd be no dirty secrets and all the birds would sing in tune. And what you gave is what you got. I wonder what you do. Would you still kiss her? Follow your wandering. I wouldn't matter. What went down tonight? When this house went dark, like your cold black heart. No shadows in the windows or wherever you are. It won't take long for you to see I'm gone. When you come seeking home and there's no porch light on. Mm-hmm. I've wasted too much makeup, covered up my sleepless nights. But waiting up with lonely, all we caught was at sunrise. I hope that she was worth it, putting our love in the ground. Would you make the same mistakes if you knew then what you knew now? Would you still kiss her? Follow your wandering I wouldn't Welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That was Tyler Reese Tritt with Porchlight. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you both doing? Hey, Nicole. What does it mean to say, I welcome you? What is that? What, what does the word welcome mean? Like, you know. Welcome. You come like, you know, well. You, you, where did that come from, welcome? Like, welcome. We'll, we'll have to look it up. I know the German uh, one is willkommen, so. What does that mean? Willkommen. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting start to the show, Carl. Very, you know, yeah. <laughs> very deep thoughts. The what does etymolo- welcome mean? The etymology of the English language. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. <laughs> 
So um, well, you're kind of out of sorts. Didn't you just have a uh, traffic mishap on the st- streets of New York? Anyone who lives in Manhattan, New York City, knows there's alternate side of the street parking. So right before I did this, I had to move my car over. On the way moving it back, weeper guy hits my car. What? You know, and like cracked my um, my rear taillight assembly. So I got to get that replaced. But the thing so is, ob- you obviously don't get a police report. How do you turn it into your insurance? I, I wasn't where I was. In, I'm not going to be sure. I just buy a new thing and, and forget Carl it. Carl wasn't where he was supposed to be either. I wasn't ah, where I was supposed to be because I... Ah. One of the things I do, I don't want to say anything, but sometimes <laughs> when you can't get out of the way yep. because it's double parking, I just yep. pull up on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So I was on the sidewalk, half up, and he goes by and just clipped me because I wasn't fully up on the sidewalk. Yeah. So, you know, I can't, like, claim. And the worst me. part about it is he knows you're in the wrong. So Right, so then he yeah. can do about it. He can, yeah, he can right, like... Right. But I think they have cameras on their little trucks, so they'd say, listen, buddy. <laughs> so if I were to claim it, instead of the $75 it would cost me to get the new taillight yeah. and put it on myself, I'll yeah. probably get some $500 fine from the city. For yeah, that. for being, yeah, right, right. So anyway, forget it. Anyways, well, so that's how the morning started. Yeah, yeah, and then... Uh, now the, we're rolling uh, on into this, so it should, then, be, get, then, it should get better, right? Then the recording and production hassles associated with 9420. And we have, uh, yeah, but now 9420 is back up on YouTube. Yes. Yep, we figured out the workaround this week, and now we're going to get as many full episodes as we can into our playlist, so it'll Mm -hmm. be fun. It's a new new adventure. Anyway, this week's artist. Yes, Tyler Reese Tripp. Yeah, she was good. That's a big big track, big sounding. Real country, real like straight ahead country, right? Yeah, big big sounding record and, 80s uh, 90s country yeah and um you know I, I like the guitars what i really liked is her her vocal is reminiscent of uh bobby gentry to me and i, I was a huge bobby gentry fan in the i like bobby gentry late 60s. i like i like this girl's vocals i don't connect it to I don't <laughs> you know you don't no i think i think they're uh i think well, they're i don't know enough of mm. all i know is like Tallahassee Bridge songs. Right, right, right. right. I, I used to listen to the records, you know, the albums in their entirety. Well, you're just a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> no question. No question. You'll... Yeah, my two favorites are Bebop Deluxe and Bebop Bobby, Deluxe and Bobby Gentry. <laughs> Man, when they did when they did a mashup, that was right. something special, right? So, actually, right. Uh, the, the lead singer of uh, Prefab Sprout, his name's Patty McAloon. He actually did some European television show. He actually did a song with Jimmy Webb, which it was a song cut by the um, the Highwayman back in the day. Uh, the song was called The Highwayman. And that was pretty interesting to see those two perform. Of course, Jimmy Webb didn't have any idea who he was. And, you know. We have another song by uh, Tyler, and we, we talked to her too a little later on, right? We did. Yeah. She answered our notorious questions. No, 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 oh, did we, did, can't say, did can't we change the questions yet? Yeah, I did. I changed the last question. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should be interesting. From next week on, we'll have the new question. Yes. You know, you mentioned, it's funny you mentioned YouTube because this morning I actually listened to a podcast put on by uh, my friend Reggie Ham. You know Reggie, right? Right. We've worked with Reggie in the past. And uh, Reggie was interviewing a guy that has a new platform and supposedly this platform is called crowd music and supposedly it's supposed to be a much more artist friendly platform 
and it could be potentially a Spotify killer. Now, that is going to be an extraordinary feat if something like that could happen, but they were discussing Spotify and the inequity associated with streaming, and I just kind of had this thought in the back of my head that YouTube will probably win if Spotify falters. YouTube will win because they have uh, a better model as far as monetization of advertising. Spotify basically is is driving money right now from their subscriptions. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is they're kind of upside down. They've discovered that because there's been, you know, the floodgates have opened and they have tens of thousands of uploads an hour. They have to be really careful that their subscription fee, or rather the royalties associated with the billions of streams, don't exceed the subscription. Can't you still have Spotify for free and it has commercials? You can. It just—they're making it harder to enjoy it. Yeah, so because like, the ad business is it, it's just well, and it—it's it, it, not only that. If you're on the free account, like you can't just go to a playlist and skip over songs that you don't want to listen to. Like you have a limit to that. And you don't yep. have access to some playlists because you're on a free account. Yeah, so it's not like, that user-friendly. Yeah. It really isn't. And so what they were saying was that basically they're kind of becoming upside down. The more ubiquitous they become as far as the number of artists they have on the platform, sooner or later the royalties that they have to pay, even though they set the damn royalty rate, which is that's that's the criminal part of it right right there. They tell people how much they're going to pay them, and then they don't pay them enough. But eventually, what's going to happen is they're going to have so many pieces of music up and available to stream that their royalties will exceed their subscription fees. So and, it's interesting that you bring this up. I don't know yeah. if you saw the article that came out this week, but Spotify is changing its royalty model to quote-unquote crush streaming fraud and introduce a minimum payment threshold. And their plan is to shift $1 billion in payouts towards quote-unquote working artists over the next five years. Yeah, that's a, that's a red herring because what they're trying to do is readjust the royalties paid out and they're claiming that streaming fraud is a big problem with their profitability. And I, I don't believe that's the case. I think they're just having trouble being so ubiquitous and also paying people a living wage that are the creators of the content on their platform. What I was thinking was, and this this gets back to what I was thinking this morning, you know, we've talked about streaming a lot over the course of the couple years we've been doing this podcast I think it's possible for the first time, for the first day in a long, long time, I think it's possible that streaming could falter. I think it's possible that if you can't make a case for Spotify being around in five years because they can't sustain the royalties that need to be paid, we could go back to physical product. We could go back to people buying product direct from the artists, you know, the patronage model. Well, what is the lifespan of, of, of any kind of industry? Think about it. So go back to AOL. AOL started, what, what would their span? Maybe 18 years? and they were I from, think 20. 
20. Yeah. So look, yeah. look at iTunes. iTunes was huge for how long? From yeah. 2005? Probably the, about the same. Now, when did, when did Spotify really kind of start? Uh, 2015, 2015? Uh, I think earlier than that. So, so they're but, they're almost at the point where they can be almost out, and the new thing can come in and push them out. So yeah. I agree with you. I think, yeah. which could be this. What is it? Would they call it crowd music or? This company's called Crowd Music. I know I know very little about it uh, other than that little podcast this morning. But I mean, I and I'm not, and I'm not convinced that I could be swayed into thinking that Crowd Music is going to be the app that takes Spotify out. I'm just for the first time thinking to myself. What if people stopped streaming music because it's not profitable? Uh, it, it will be interesting to see what happens. This is what I've always said. You know, the yeah. people have, have definitely have the power, but they never use it. You know, that's yeah. true. Right now, the masses could say, enough with this Spotify, we're done. But they don't care because they, they don't care about the artists. They just want to hear their music. They just want to do what's most convenient for them. So they really that, don't care who's not getting paid or, you know, some, may stay, yeah, some may stay they are, but the average jerk doesn't care about licensing, will we'll use, you know, their a song up on their TikTok thing they don't care if they're getting licensed correctly or not no one cares so right. that's basically what's the problem with right. the world nobody really cares so, the right. fact but, the so uh, essentially what would happen is that spotify would go away not because somebody took them out but because there's not enough money in it <laughs> you know and that's hard Get back that's a hard to thing to wrap your head week. around what i said last week take the money out of it no more money <laughs> well they have taken the money out of it for the creators that's for sure Anyway, <laughs> what are we doing here? Do we, is this what we're talking about? This is the music well, industry? No, okay, I mean, I just, I just thought of something I thought of. Well, and for me, Greg brought up a topic that I was already planning on bringing up anyway because it was in the music news two days ago. So. Right. Yeah, the idea that they're messing with the royalties paid under the guise of we're going to try to stop all the fraud on the yeah. platform. And, like, the, the minimum threshold is literally, like, there has to be a certain number of times a track has to be played before they'll even pay out royalties. Right. There right, needs to right. be a length of time that it's played now before a track will be quote unquote for non music tracks. So like noise tracks, like white noise and stuff that it'll be paid out. Yeah. And what was the other one? But what's ridiculous is they're making the rules. Yeah. They're making the rules for themselves. You know, what other business tells the product how much they're going to pay for they're it? They're also you know? going to financially penalize distributors of music, including labels, when fraudulent activity is detected on tracks. So they're basically making it. They're, they're going to say what gets paid out and based off of what rules they want to play by. They're trying to grab some scarcity again. I just find the euphemism of like, I love the words people use, royalties. I mean, what's royal about it? <laughs> how about How about... Pittance. How about calling it pittance? <laughs> right. Exactly. We're going to pay out a pittance We're gonna to the music artist. We're going to pay out royalties. You know, like, Pennies on the dollar. Yeah, odds. Yeah, that's what it ought to be. Royalties. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial pittance. You know? <laughs> exactly. Come on. I hate. I even hate their name, Spotify. It sounds like a like a, like a house cleaning product. <laughs> Try new Spotify. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just such a strange feeling because it's a I stupid felt, name. Spotify. I felt, like, I felt like it's never going away, and it basically took the music industry as we know it. It took it away. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe in five years there's going to be something completely different. And let's hope that we get our arms around the ability for artists and creators and writers 
to be compensated fairly. Let's hope. Right to that. bet those phrases. I we, we use those phrases loosely. Creators, well, yeah. artists. These aren't artists. These are people who want to be famous. You know, why do we call them what they are? People mm. who want to be famous. Well, I mean, I think that there are uh, numerous people on the platform. Everybody's on the platform. If some art comes out of that, great. Yeah. But for the yeah. main point, we want people who want to be rich and famous. That's what it's. So you know, if I create my art in my bedroom and I throw it up on Spotify and all of a sudden it's got 50 million or 2 billion streams, I, I think that classifies as artistic. No, it's the not. Idea Why is that it artistic? That. Well, yes, it is. It's, it's rare. Oh. How rare is it? How unique is it? What does that make? Why does that make it artistic? What's the definition of artistic? Look it up. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome and artistic. So far, we need to look up. Yeah. It basically means having or revealing natural creative skills or relating to or characteristic of art or artistry. I think it's I, I think it's uniqueness. I think it's rarity. I think it's scarcity. I think it's all those I'm things. Just throwing out words now. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Not all art is aesthetically pleasing. I I wouldn't. I'd reject that notion. Well, it's aesthetically pleasing to the eye of the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new rule. I just realized <laughs> words are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all kidding aside. <laughs> Probably the, 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 the most ridiculous form of communication is speaking. I think it's the least effective form of communication. Well, I guess this is the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh, right, right. I know where you're going. <laughs> I update that rule. No more talking. <laughs> wow. No more that? money. With that, so no ladies money, and gentlemen, no more we'll end this episode. <laughs> you know what a great world we'd be in with no talking and no money. It would, well, it, would, it would be it would be the animals. Animals don't talk. They don't have money. They get along. That's the problem. That's the problem with the human race. We created yeah. money and talking. Well, uh, I wouldn't disagree with the the money part. I think uh, the talking yeah, yeah, has come yeah. in pretty handy. What? Uh, I think the talking's come in pretty handy. Oh, I, I, the it, money, I don't know that we need. We don't. We, we just fill up space. <laughs> we just talk. You know, you know, well, how, many, how many words I've said in my life? Uh, so a, many. A, a trillion. Right now, I'm uttering nonsense. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is nonsense. Well, that's, that's what this podcast is. Well, how about we... <laughs> and if you're listening to this, what, makes, what does that make you? No, I think it's people's human nature to listen to these things. I think that's the reason there are a million of them out there. I mean, we, we love communicating with one another. We love listening. We love uh, matriculating. Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, Podcast how about this? Podcasts. Why don't we stop talking and listen to some more music by Tyler Reese Tritt? But before that, we'll listen to her uh, management company, which is Aristo Media. What's the song we're going to listen to? By, oh, the by song we're going to listen to is called Texas Hold Him. This episode features an artist managed by Aristo Media. The Aristo Media Group encompasses a broad range of services dedicated to offering the entertainment industry innovative, integrated marketing strategies. Aristo Media's distinct advantage is housing entertainment publicity and PR, digital marketing, video marketing, radio promotion, club marketing, and consulting all under one roof. 
The Aristo Media Group also epitomizes synergy. Together, the divisions combine talents to maximize client exposure through digital, print, radio, television, online, and video outlets. To learn more, go to aristomedia.com. Again, that is aristomedia.com. Like a thief in the night in a quiet rush Goodbye, my love, leaving us at the state line I bet he don't know and he don't deserve the way he's gonna hurt When he finally learns I'm gone, I've known too long His arms ain't where I belong Texas, hold him and keep him under your sky Cause I'm leaving and I'm needing all So she's saying Texas hold him. Yes, Texas hold him. But it's a play, play on, on Texas hold him. Yeah. Apostrophe E-M. The yeah. poker game, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, man, very cool. You know, us, uh, us experimenting with the language here, we're messing with apostrophes now. We asked Pretty her cool. a couple of questions, didn't we? We did. She answered her questions of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you like it when I do my version, don't you, Nicole? Of you course. laughed last week about that. 
You probably will cut me out. No, you probably won't. Yeah. I like my version. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the first question that we asked Tyler is to tell us a little bit about herself. A little something about myself is I feel like I'm a very outgoing person. I love to have fun with my family, with friends, really with anybody. I'm down for pretty much anything. But my most favorite times, honestly, is when I can just cuddle up in the bed or on the couch with my fur babies and I can just binge watch whatever movies or TV shows and I just get to chill and relax. I cherish those times. That's just a little something about myself. That's uh, interesting. So Yeah, she actually um, answered the question about what she I did. She did. She's the first yeah, artist she, in, what, like 120 episodes that actually answered the question. <laughs> like, you know, All right. Not, not like anything to do with music. Like, oh, yeah. I like, like, you know, I, I like pancakes, you know. <laughs> I, I know Carl, Nicole, I, I know Carl loves movies and television. Mm -hmm. and Who doesn't do love movies Do you? Because the idea that I'm curling up and watching, like binge watching something, that's like, that sounds like, a very painful experience. That's my ideal me. Sunday. You do that? Mm -hmm. You do that too? Well, see, I, I go between two things. I either really get into a series and I want to binge watch all of it, or I get into a good book on my Kindle and then I just want to sit on the couch, curl up with a blanket and read it until it's done. Now, I will sit on the couch and read a book. I will do that. But uh, the idea that I'm going to binge watch something and be in the bed for You're missing out. Hours, You're missing out. I don't know. It's an amazing experience when you need it. I don't it. sit in the bed. Carl, you're on your couch in your viewing room. There. Right. I have, I have my couch right. in my viewing room. Well, I can yeah. go back and forth. I can go upstairs to my couch. I can go downstairs to my couch. I can go to my bed. Like, it depends. Like, you could change it up when you're binge watching, too. You don't always have to stay where you are as long as you're comfortable. I hang upside down from my anti-gravity machine. And I <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, you watch. We all do the same thing. We all, like, all we do, again, getting back to the human I race. I just don't watch television. I'm, I'm happy about that. All we do, you know, I always love the fact that, again, with words, that we call what people do their occupation. Meaning, like, we just occupy our time. Basically, or we're just here to occupy our time. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you yeah. occupy your time? You know, some people, and some people think other things are better than others. Like, like, why is running in the park or going to the gym any better than sitting, laying on the couch, eating cake, watching TV? Yeah. Yeah. It's the I'm same. I'm kind of into napping, too. Potato, yeah. potato. Right. It's the same thing, you know. Yeah. Give me a good power nap. I'm I jog while eating cake. <laughs> what else did we ask um, Tyler? So the next and final question that we asked Tyler is, what music artists have inspired your career so far? I have so many artists that have had such an influence on my career and who I've really looked up to and idolized being Linda Ronstadt, Reba McIntyre, Jody Messina, Trisha Yearwood, Faith Hill, the list goes on and on. Yeah, I've studied them and, you know, learned bits and pieces as I go. And they've had a huge influence on my career. It's like I said, pretty much anything you've ever heard is your influence, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, no, that, I mean, those are... But hers are all that's like... Kind of the early yeah. 90s, late 90s influences. Like, she's not talking about the the country music queens of today, so. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, that's 90s Mount Rushmore, uh, yeah, yeah. Are there any country queens of today? 
I don't know. Apparently, Mira Morris broke up with the country music industry last week, so she's gone. Correct. <laughs> like, Correct. She had one good song. How is she a queen? <laughs> like you know, and nowadays, like you're you're an icon in five minutes. You're a legend in an hour. Like, I would I would assume that Carrie Underwood is still considered mm-hmm. the queen at this Probably. point. Probably, I would so. say so. So I guess Carrie Underwood, for that matter, would be would be to a degree, you know. You know and she does have a great I, voice. I have to give her that. I like Carrie Underwood. I, I was lucky enough to get to Nashville and be and be working in the industry at a time when they were long past their you know their heyday. But I got to meet Tammy Wynette. I got to meet Loretta Lynn. I got to meet these people. And you know what's interesting about it? They are, they're considered to be icons. They're considered to be country music royalty. They were just normal folks. I mean, they were kind of beyond down to earth. It was very interesting. So that's it. So anyone who's just listened to this the first time, let them know we've been doing this podcast since 1961. We have we have 27,000 <laughs> episodes. 27,000 episodes. So just right. go and binge us. You know, binge us. <laughs> Anyway, I I gotta get off this. I gotta order my tail light. I gotta <laughs> get us out. Stay off the side. If you don't like the way I drive, stay off the sidewalk. Get off. Get us out of here, please. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the ninety four twenty podcast. For everything that we spoke about, you can go to our website, which is ninety four twenty dot com. That is the numbers nine four and the letters T W E N T Y. Until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. 